Hello. I would consider myself to be a people observer. I'm constantly observing people, analyzing them, trying to understand them. What makes them tick? Why do they behave the way that they do? Etc. I find it really fascinating for one, but also I think it helps me understand myself better. I don't know. Overall, I'm just a big fan of observing people, of analyzing people, of figuring people out. But something I've noticed about people is that they tend to fall into one of three categories. Category number one, people who are just aloof to the world around them, kind of clueless. Category number two, people who are extremely aware of the world around them. They have a lot of knowledge about a lot of different things and they're extremely aware of what's happening in the world, what's going on around them and even what's going on in their own brain. And then you have category number three, which is people who are somewhere in the middle. I'm not sure if you can decide what category you fall into. I think you might be born into it just by nature. I don't know. I mean, maybe you could be naturally inclined to be in one category, but then force yourself to be in a different one. But I think most of it is just who we are as people. We're born that way. But I've always wondered which extreme was a happier life. Living with loads of knowledge, being hyper aware of the world, or being a little bit more clueless, a little bit more ignorant maybe about the world around you and just being free from complex issues, focusing on simpler things instead. This episode of Anything Goes is presented by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Azo offers an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Save 20% with promo code PODCAST on azoproducts.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. This episode is brought to you by Icebreakers Ice Cubes. We all have our essentials when we leave the house. You know, our wallet, maybe a lip balm and gum. Icebreakers Ice Cubes are more than essential. They're fancy. They're soft and chewy cube shapes with flavor crystals that deliver a rush of cool, refreshing taste. Available in bottle packs of refreshing, minty, and fruity flavors, this gum is my favorite and has been for years. Head to your favorite store and pick up a bottle of Icebreakers Ice Cubes gum today. What's a happier life? I think that question for me stems from the age-old saying, ignorance is bliss, which basically means not having knowledge about things and just sort of being clueless is a pleasant feeling, you know, like the less, you know, the happier you'll be. That's kind of what ignorance is bliss says. And I would consider myself to be somebody who falls somewhere in the middle. I'd consider myself to be in category three where 
I'm not completely clueless. You know, I have some knowledge and wisdom about things, I guess. And I'm not completely aloof to the world around me, but I'm also not all knowing. You know, I'm not the most knowledgeable person I know. There are a lot of people that know a lot more about a lot of different things (laughs) than me. So I would consider myself to be somewhere in the middle. I'm clueless about some shit and I'm knowledgeable about some shit. I'm not really either of the extremes. But because I'm kind of in the middle, it's kind of up to me to decide which direction I want to lean into. Do I want to just enjoy being clueless about stuff or do I want to push myself to gain more knowledge about a lot of different things? Because I'm in the middle, so I can go either way. And so today we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of ignorance and of knowledge. Because I think it's interesting. When I think of people who fall more into the clueless category, I notice that in some ways they seem really happy, but in other ways they seem really unhappy. And I notice that in the other category as well. People who have a lot of knowledge They're really happy in some ways, and they're really unhappy in other ways. All right, so first let's start out with the pros and cons of ignorance and cluelessness. Number one, I've noticed that ignorant people tend to have a lot less anxiety. They don't know much about complex issues, like terrible things that are happening in the world, or all of the different ways that you can get hurt or that you can die or whatever. They don't know about those things. So they have a lot less to worry about. These people are a lot more concerned about simple things, things that are current and minor. For example, what dress am I going to wear to prom? Or what am I going to have for dinner tonight? Or did I charge my iPad last night? Because I really need my iPad for school today. That's kind of the majority of their thoughts. You know, lightweight, minor, inconsequential thoughts. Like that takes up 99% of their mind. And they tend to just run more on autopilot, you know? They're not getting all caught up in an existential crisis because they're not even thinking about what happens after you die. That's just not in the forefront of their mind. So... They're just living a much simpler sort of life and existence. I also think that those who are more ignorant appreciate the small things in life more because the more information and knowledge that you have, the larger the world is inside of your mind. Every time you learn something new, the universe that exists inside of your mind grows. And so... If you have less knowledge about things, then the world inside of your mind is smaller. And when you have a smaller universe inside of your brain, you focus more on the few things that are in there. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you'll appreciate them even more. You might appreciate the small things more if you tend to be somebody who's more ignorant. Now, I want to clarify too that there's no right way to live your life or to look at life. And I'm not saying that people who tend to be more clueless or more ignorant are dumb or stupid or bad. Like 
there's no right way to be. It just is. I don't think there's anything wrong or negative about it. I mean, there is some things, but there is also some negative things about being extremely knowledgeable in life. So I don't want this to come off as like, I don't, I'm not using the word clueless or ignorant as an insult or a negative thing. It's just, it just is the way that it is. People are just this way and there's nothing wrong with it. So anyway, now, although there are some positive sides to living a more ignorant life, there are also some negative sides to it. I think life can lack depth and substance at times without knowledge. I think the more you know, the more color and dimension the world around you has. A simpler life may lack some purpose and meaning. For example, let's say you became obsessed with the idea of traveling the world. And so you started doing research on all of these other cultures and you started reading books and watching movies and learning more about other cultures and their history and all of this stuff, right? All of this knowledge that you have about other cultures will allow you to appreciate them more when you get to go visit. So for example, let's say you learned a lot about France and then you went and you visited France. You might notice little things when you're walking around that have some sort of cool history to them. And that might be so much more magical for you. For example, let's say you see a landmark, like a sculpture or something in the middle of a park that you read about in a book. Seeing that sculpture is going to be so much more powerful and interesting and exciting for you because you have knowledge about that sculpture and about France in general. Whereas if you're somebody who's a little bit more clueless and you just don't really care to look into it, you just want to go to France and have fun and enjoy whatever comes your way, you know, that sculpture might not even have caught your eye and it wouldn't have been as cool to you. It wouldn't have even sparked a thought. I think that that's a good example of how life can sometimes lack depth and substance without knowledge because knowledge of things allows you to notice more things that mean something to you out in the world. This episode is brought to you by Dove. I'm messy. I'm a messy girl. And when you're as messy as I am, you need a deodorant that doesn't mess around. Enter Dove Vitamin Care Plus deodorant. Its lightweight formula is super powered with vitamin B3 to reinforce your skin's natural odor defenses while providing new levels of skincare for your underarms, keeping you feeling fresh, whatever your day throws at you. Dove Vitamin Care Plus deodorant. Learn more at dove.com. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Who doesn't wish they had a little bit more time? But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how do we even use it? I feel like if I had an extra hour every day, I would spend it, well, I'd like to say I'd spend it meditating, deep breathing, self-reflecting, but I would probably be using it on my phone. And I know that that's cliche, but it's true. It's good to sit down and think about what's important and make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can work with you to define your values and understand your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash anything. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Another thing is conversations may also lack depth and substance if you don't have a lot of knowledge. Because unless you know about things, you can't really have a deep conversation with somebody, a really analytical, challenging conversation without knowledge of things. Because, you know, conversation is a back and forth. One person provides their opinion or some sort of knowledge that they have. And then, you know, the other person does the same. And if you don't have knowledge about something, then you can't really add to a conversation necessarily. And so someone who may lean more on the clueless ignorant side might not have as much to add to conversations that are beyond surface level. And I think that that's kind of a shame because I think that conversations that have a lot of substance and depth are so crucial for growing as a person and developing your own view of the world. So not being able to participate in those types of conversations is a huge loss. When I was younger, I remember feeling frustrated because I would see adults, you know, having conversations about serious topics. And I wish that I understood what they were talking about. Part of me was kind of happy that I didn't know because I was like, this seems like a heated, uncomfortable conversation, you know, like I'm kind of happy to not be involved in that shit. Like it doesn't seem that fun, but at the same time, I do feel left out. And I wonder if the passion that they're using in their voices is a negative thing or if it's just a passionate thing. I don't know. And the only way I could know is if I understood what the fuck they were talking about. And now that I'm older, I realize, well, more serious, deep conversations can be uncomfortable and can cause arguments. And it can be a negative thing at times, but it can also be a really, really positive thing. So I don't know, not experiencing those types of conversations is easier and avoids potential argument or upset. But at the same time, it prevents the potential upsides of having a conversation like that as well. Like growing as a person, having an epiphany about something, becoming closer with the person you're having the conversation with through some level of vulnerability or a realization that you both had. I don't know. More ignorant people are just so much less likely to argue. I know I kind of already mentioned that before, but knowledge kind of creates passion. When you know about things, you naturally are going to become passionate about some of those things, whether it's religion or politics or art or whatever it might be, whatever you have knowledge about, you know, you're going to become passionate about those things. And passion creates argument sometimes when you're super educated on something and you know everything about it and you care about it and somebody else maybe has a different opinion on that topic, you might get angry if you know a lot about it, 
because it feels personal to you because you have a library of knowledge on that topic in your head that you believe in. And so if somebody comes and fights against that, then you're going to feel like it's a personal attack and you're going to want to argue. But if you don't really know that much about a topic, then you're not going to get passionate about it and you're not going to argue about it. If you don't know anything about religion and you don't practice a religion yourself, then you're not going to argue with anyone else about religion because you don't have a personal bias, a personal passion in that area. If you don't pay attention to politics, then you're not going to argue with other people about politics because you don't know about it. So you don't even know what to argue about. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's interesting. Like, the other thing is people who are more clueless, I think, get more blindsided by difficult times when chaos happens in someone's life and they're used to just living in a sort of autopilot that's much more surface level and less emotionally charged, a difficult time can sort of come as a shock a lot more for these types of people because they're used to just living a simple day-to-day life that lacks any type of extreme. When you don't have a lot of knowledge about stuff, and you're just sort of enjoying your day-to-day in a more simple way, you just experience much less emotional extremes on a consistent basis. You know, like if you have less knowledge, you're going to have less arguments because you don't really have as much to argue about. You're less worried about bad things that could happen because they're not on the forefront of your mind because you're not really thinking about them or you might not even be aware of them, the bad things that could happen in life. You're just overall less anxious, argumentative, et cetera. You're you're just more even, neutral. But then when a difficult time comes up, you might not know how to handle it at all because you don't have practice dealing with it in your daily life. Somebody who has more knowledge about things might constantly be thinking about difficult things. And so they're exercising that part of their brain, constantly thinking about all the things that could go wrong, having anxiety about those things. And so then when things come up for those people who have maybe more knowledge, they've already thought about how they would deal with a difficult time if it were to come up because they already knew that that difficult time was possible to happen because they had knowledge of it. You see what I mean? All right, now let's talk about the pros and cons of having knowledge. There are a lot of pros, I would say, but there are also a lot of cons. I've noticed that there are a lot more pros and cons of knowledge than there are of ignorance. I think the more knowledge you have, the easier time you'll have problem solving. Because in life, we're constantly being hit with problems all the time that we need to solve. And There are two ways to solve a problem. You can work through it and truly solve the problem, or you can run away from it and just avoid the problem. And you never solve it, but I guess it's not really a problem anymore because you ran away from it and now it's gone. I would argue the better way to solve a problem is to work through it. But in order to work through it, you have to work, (laughs) you know? And having knowledge and wisdom about the world and how it works and whatever, that can help you 
solve problems because you have this library of knowledge in your brain that you can pull from to just give yourself advice on how to problem solve. If you don't have a lot of knowledge or wisdom, then you have no library to pull from or your library is very small. And so when a problem arises, you might be more tempted to just run away from that problem instead of solving it because you don't even know where to begin. Also, the more knowledge you have, the more you have to talk about. And talking to people and having things to talk about is an incredibly powerful thing because it makes social interactions so much easier. I've had moments in my life when I've just kind of been more in a state where I was just in autopilot and I was just kind of more clueless to the world around me. And, and there were great things about those moments in my life. And there were easy things about those moments in my life, but there were also hard times with that. And one of them was I would have less to talk about in conversation and I'd find myself feeling stumped. Like, I don't really know what to talk about, you know, because I'm just kind of checked out of reality right now. So I, I don't really have anything to add to a conversation. I don't really have anything to provide that's valuable. And that can be sort of a shitty feeling because, you know, having conversations with people is such a vital part of our lives. You know, we need to communicate with people and have conversations with people. And it can be a scary and uncomfortable feeling when you're like, wait, I don't have anything to talk about at all right now. You know, we've already done all the surface level shit. Now would be time to sort of talk about something deeper, but I don't really have anything to offer. And those moments can be really uncomfortable. Some people maybe don't mind and they're like, well, I have nothing left to say. I'm walking away and I'm going to go talk to someone else, you know, or I'm going to hang up the phone and call someone else, whatever. But for me personally, I feel weird when I, I don't have the capacity to like have deep conversations when I'm like not in a mental state where I can do that. I feel weird and it can be kind of upsetting for me personally. And I can feel sort of isolated and self-conscious that I'm not interesting or adding anything to a conversation. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids, or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. This episode is brought to you by Walmart. I love the springtime. It's a great chance to refresh your wardrobe, home, or beauty routine. And you know what? I think you'll find Walmart has some great style finds it won't break the bank. If you want to upgrade your style, they've got clothes. If you want to upgrade your home decor, pick up some fresh new pieces. You can upgrade everything from your fit to your furniture in store or shop it all on the Walmart app. Shop the latest spring styles at walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending your style at Walmart. The other thing about the mental library that you keep of knowledge is that it is satisfying to build that. So when you say read a book or watch a documentary or have a conversation with somebody who knows more about something than you do, 
and you're able to add new information and facts and blah, blah, blah to your mental library, you feel satisfied about that. I don't care who you are. That's a satisfying feeling. There's something exciting about learning about something kind of complicated and then getting to a place where you understand it and then adding it to your library. It's just, it feels good. It's satisfying. And it's something that you know that you're going to be able to use later. And you get excited to sort of share that with other people. And also less things feel like a curveball when they come up. You are less likely to be shocked by the unfortunate things that happen in life sometimes because due to your library of knowledge in your brain, you know, you've heard of it all. You've read books about every shitty situation that can happen to a person. You've watched documentaries about every shitty situation that can happen to a person. You've watched the news enough. You know what type of shitty stuff can come true. You know, like because you have all this knowledge about the shitty things that can happen in the world, if something happens to you, it's, it's less of a curveball. You're not as shocked by it because you have knowledge about all the possible things that could go wrong. So although you may still struggle through a difficult time, in a weird way, you saw it coming more. But there are also some negative sides to having a lot of knowledge and wisdom. I think the biggest one is that not all knowledge is good. It's all fun and games to learn about history or you know, cool science or people's success stories or how to run a business. You know, it might be cool to know about all that stuff, but what about the sad stuff, the scary stuff, the upsetting stuff? Falling deep into an upsetting topic can be really upsetting. Let's say you start learning about, you know, times in history when awful things happened and you start doing a lot of research on this. You start really, you know, trying to learn more about these times. As important as it is to know about these types of things and as powerful as this knowledge can be and as even life-altering this type of knowledge can be, it can also make you feel depressed. You know, it can be upsetting and that can be challenging. Sometimes we learn about things that are upsetting or awful or terrible and we're able to take them kind of with a grain of salt in a way for our own well-being so that we don't let it affect us too deeply and make us feel too upset to a point where we're not functioning, you know, but sometimes you might learn about something or acquire all this knowledge about something that sort of puts you into a, a depressive state that prevents you from being productive. And that's not a good thing either. You know, if you fall too deep into an upsetting topic, you can find yourself becoming depressed because you are too emotionally invested in this upsetting knowledge. And that can be a bad thing. And kind of bouncing off of that, having a lot of knowledge can also cause you to sort of experience an existential crisis. The more that you know, the less mystery that there is in the world. I think mystery is kind of comforting because I think it's easy to just accept something as being a mystery and, and to not dig too deep into it. 
Like there's something comforting in a way for some people that it's a mystery that we don't know what happens after we die. And we don't know what the point of life is. You know, there's something comforting about the fact that that's mysterious for some people who are maybe more on the clueless side of things, but people who are more knowledgeable and crave to understand and learn about things might be dissatisfied with that and feel like I can't comprehend that. Like, I don't like that there's no answer to this and it can cause an existential crisis. I think when you're somebody who's more inclined to have a lot of knowledge and wisdom, you tend to think too deeply about things because your brain is trained to pick things apart. Over the course of your life, you know, you've gotten into a routine and a habit of wanting to understand and learn about everything and understand everything. And that can be a really good thing at times, but it can also be a really bad thing at times because you can sort of become obsessed with understanding everything. And if you can't understand something or there's no answer to something, that can be upsetting and confusing and make someone who is more knowledgeable feel out of control in a way. I think people who have a lot of knowledge also might have a hard time enjoying the small things in life sometimes. Small moments like high school graduation or prom or someone doing something nice to you at the grocery store, like letting you get in front of them in line. I don't know. Because their knowledge of the bigger picture of the world makes small moments seem even smaller. As I mentioned earlier, the more knowledge you have, the larger the universe is in your mind, right? And so a small but magical moment happens to somebody who has a lot of knowledge. There's a chance that that might end up feeling really small to them because they have greater expectations for themselves and for the world. Whereas somebody who has less knowledge is more clueless has a smaller universe inside of their mind. And so things that are small but magical might feel larger because the universe inside of their brain is just smaller. So small things to them seem bigger. I think the moral of the story is, is that there are pros and cons to both ways of living life. I've kind of experienced both sides of this in my life. There have been times when I have been kind of clueless. I would say in high school, I was pretty clueless. I was really naive about the world and what was going on around me. I was very focused on my life as an individual. And I was much more focused on the day-to-day life of myself. I wasn't really thinking about anyone else. And now that I'm a little bit older, I have become more interested in learning about different things. And I will say, you know, there's a lot of great things about it. I have much more meaningful conversations with people. I feel satisfied when I feel like my brain is growing and whatever. But at the same time, I've noticed that I have a lot more anxiety about a lot of things. I'm a lot more scared of the world in some ways. And so I sort of miss the time of my life when I was more focused about what dress I was going to wear to homecoming or what time the fucking football game was and whether or not my friends were going to meet up before to go get pretzels at the mall 
in a lemonade. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I miss that time of my life when I was maybe in autopilot and just clueless and ignorant. Like I do think ignorance was bliss at that time, but I was also missing out on some incredible moments as well. Like really, really incredible conversations and the satisfying feeling of learning more things and a deeper understanding of the world around me, which can in some ways make me feel more connected to the world around me. I don't know. But even now I sort of teeter back and forth. Although I would say I'm, I, I lean more towards wanting to have knowledge and wisdom about things and existing in that kind of space. I still have times now when I sort of clock out and have a phase of my life where I'm just more clueless and sort of blind to what's going on around me. I'm just kind of in my own world and I'm not really working on developing my brain or like finding a deeper understanding of anything. I'm just kind of floating along. I have times where I experience both. And I think that what I've realized is both ways of living your life come with pros and cons. And I think that there's no happier way to live your life. Maybe the ideal situation is to experience a little bit of both and sort of teeter back and forth depending on what you're craving. You know, sometimes I'm craving cluelessness in a way. And then sometimes I'm craving knowledge. But I'm in a unique position because as an individual, I fall somewhere in the middle. Some people can't, because they don't fall in the middle, they can't really choose. They just, it just is what it is. I know some people that they can't turn off the side of their brain that just needs to know about everything and wants to learn about everything. And they wish that they could. They wish that they could because it's exhausting at times to know a lot of stuff. It's exhausting, you know? But I also know some people who are maybe more clueless and maybe more ignorant most of the time. And part of them sort of wishes that they had a desire to learn more about the world and stuff, but they also are satisfied being in that place because that's just where they are naturally. And I also know some people that are maybe more ignorant or clueless who don't even necessarily know or care that that's how they function. They just, it, it just is what it is for them. And they don't know any, they don't know life any other way. So it's just fine. Now, I don't know what the conclusion is of all of this. Uh, I just think it's interesting. So let me know what you think. What category do you fall into? Are you somebody who's more knowledgeable or somebody who's more ignorant? Do you enjoy what category you're in? Do you wish you were in a different category? Or are you somewhere in the middle? Are you in that middle category where you can kind of teeter back and forth? If you're one of those people, which one do you prefer? Just share all of your thoughts with me. My Instagram is at anything goes and podcast and Twitter is at AG podcast. Tweet me, DM me. Let me know what you think. Is ignorance bliss? Yes or no? Or is ignorance sometimes bliss? Let me know. Anyway, 
that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out. I always appreciate it and have fun. We have fun. Come on. We have fun. Check out my coffee company, Chamberlain Coffee. If you'd like to pick up some coffee or matcha or chai or hot chocolate or cute accessories for your favorite beverages, check it out. Use code AG15 for a little discount if you are interested. And that is all I have for today. I will talk to you next week. And until then, just keep being, uh, keep being awesome. All right. Love you. Illy. Ugh, I hate when people say Illy to me. I actually get insulted when somebody's like Illy. I'm like, you don't fucking love me because that is so rude. Like saying Illy to me. Ugh, it's so rude. Like that is a deal breaker for me. I will not talk to you. If you say Illy to me, say, I love you or don't say anything. Okay. Bye. Oh, I love you. Okay. Bye.